Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. Hi there, everybody. Hi there. I'm Hi Ian. Hi there. And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. I'm Joe. And he's losing his shit. And I'm from Canada. Oh, and it is uh, New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve. We're, we're at the very tail end. We're at the at the whip point of, uh, of 2014. We're at the very precipice that is... On the razor's edge. <laughs> I like that word, precipice. We're at the very climax of 2014 right now. We're about to shoot our wad into this 2015. Like, this is like the money shot. <laughs> we're about to squirt ourselves we have, into... We've, <laughs> we've pulled out. We're jerking furiously. <laughs> <laughs> which, is perfect, which is perfect to lead into what's, uh, what's coming up first on the show. We came oh, out man. with a bang. I'm going to go ahead and start this out by saying I'm going to call my mom because her birthday is on January 1st. And which, she... According to her time zone, is... She is already there. She lives in Milwaukee. She's so. in the future. She's Everybody. two hours behind us. We're going to see what we can catch. So she's ahead of us. I mean, ahead of us. Sorry. Damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, okay. dude. That's I, Hawaii. I got I to gotta watch my language. I don't even know what time zone Hawaii is. Hey. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Your harmony is always the best. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday. What are you up to? Thank you. Really? 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you... I just watched this big party. I just left this big party and, um... <laughs> not really, I'm alone. You left... Oh, you just left the party? No. <laughs> How was it? I wasn't going to party. I'm home. Oh, you didn't party at all? Gail? No, no dude, she's waiting. Oh, I was gonna say she's waiting for today. It's her birthday. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, man. So, are you having fun with everybody? I got sick and tired of everyone telling me they were too hungover to celebrate my birthday. So I planned a party for today. Those bastards. <laughs> well, I don't want to keep you up, Mom. I, I. Just wanted to call and say happy birthday. I'm sad I'm not with you. I think I was with you the last two years, and then. I know two years in a row. This is very fast. You've let me down for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you you instilled uh, the old pursue your dreams, and and that was enough. You know. I I did, but I had no idea you were going to go that direction. <laughs> <laughs> Expose myself <laughs> on these. I know you're gonna shame the family like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jill. I love you too, Mom. I love you and I miss you. Miss you too. You guys have uh, you guys have fun, and I'll give you a call later on. I will say today, okay. since it is today. But. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'll give you a little. Uh, I'll give I'll give you a call a little later on. Okay, that sounds great. I love you. I love you too, mom. Happy New Year. Happy birthday. Ah. Uh, Thank you. All right. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.
I could barely tell what she was saying. That's funny, dude, because for you, it's a happy new year, and for her, it's a happy birthday. It you is. Kinda... It's an even exchange. Woohoo! Happy birthday, Gail. Happy birthday. Man. Love birthdays. I missed, uh, see, that's, I just came back from my trip to Dallas. Uh, yes, you did. We, you, you know, you, I, did, I was gone for like 10 days and uh, left on my mom's birthday. I was pacing by the front door the whole time. Yeah. You were gone. <laughs> You're like Maddie. Maddie yeah. was like, oh, damn, Joe's really lost it. Yeah, I did. I, I, she ends up having to take you out for a walk. Yeah, I was. she was picking up my feces this time. <laughs> but but picking it up with her mouth and then, yeah. you know, swallowing it. Yeah. Maddie, it's not that easy tying that bag closed, is it? <laughs> Those little freaking shit bags when you have to, like, yeah. try to tie them in a knot. That's gross. And then I you're mean, trying to just, walk your dog at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, you got to make sure that they're not just running out into traffic or something like that. Oh, man. Damn. Dude, you yeah, you went to Dallas. I did. I did. You got I to hang to, out with Larry and Vivian. I did. <laughs> I got to hang out Show with everybody. It was, uh, it was nice to see all the people. I, the, one of the very first things I remember thinking, though, is driving down all these roads and highways that I'm so familiar with. I'm like, man, I don't entirely miss this city oh, yeah. really at all. So what do you think Dallas has to say about that right now? Do you think I, they're like, <gasps> I don't know, man. Dallas got canceled. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Um, a show that you actually got to uh, be a part of. That was cool. I did. That was fun. That was a very random yeah. occurrence in I my life. I guess the oil fields ran out. They ran dry. They huh? did. Well, this started fracking elsewhere. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. Looks like we had to close the doors on the fracking in the <laughs> on this sitcom. I don't know. Man. Uh, so you had fun, you, but but it was kind of like revisiting an old world that you're very familiar with yet. That that I was okay not having, like having made the decision to, to leave it behind for the time being, you know? Yeah. I mean, I miss the people. I miss yeah. hanging out with my brother yeah. um, and Shelby, obviously. My sister's cool as shit. You know, and and to be honest, my parents are as well. Like that was, those were the people I I hung out with, and and was very enriched by being able to go home, having, I mean, damn, been through a lot in this past half a year yeah. uh, that I've been out in L.A. And everybody else has just kind of done their own thing, and and it's like we're coming back together, be like, dude, I totally did all this, and you have no <laughs> idea about all this. There, there, it's it's nice to have those face to face conversations, even though I've like talked to most of them. Oh yeah, yeah, you're like going back to Dallas with like all these podcast shows, right? Right, I've got, to, like, I've got. Explain yourself. I, well, well, that's just it. I mean, it's no intervention is, or anything. No, I mean nobody, <laughs> nobody had a, a negative thing to say about yeah. it. To be quite honest, yeah, we got to talk to you about this guy you're doing these shows with. He's <laughs> he's a crazy motherfucker. You gotta, <laughs> we uh, we took the liberty of canceling your return flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna be staying here with us. Uh, you're wearing chains for a reason <laughs> because and, uh, motherfucker, you need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you need Jesus Cristo, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna take you to the Spanish services because apparently the English ones didn't work. They're too full. <laughs> they were too there's full. There's no room. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a, there's, a much different, there's a much different energy in Dallas than there is here. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's okay. I can understand why it appeals, why it appeals to people because it definitely, yeah. it definitely influenced me in the 10 days that I was there. I would have been just as happy to stick around maybe another week. But then that yeah. other week could have turned into a month or, you know, hey, maybe I'll look for a, a quick gig here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So Shake your titties. It was good that I was, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I end up in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it'd be like this. Um. <laughs> Come on, sir. It's only $20. Right, right. <laughs> it's just a, 
you know, it was, it was, ah, no, I'm not going to say there was a lot of standing still, but there was Mm -hmm. a lot was the same. A lot was the same. A lot was different. A lot was different with some of the people that I think want it. Like, um, like my brother and his wife moved into a tiny house. Yes. They, uh, they just went balls to the wall and, uh, had a, a TV show come out and essentially facilitate the building of their brand new tiny house. And it's they, gorgeous. It's it's a it's a piece of art, that's for sure. Oh man. Uh it's on FYI network. I believe it's gonna be airing in February. I don't know really what I can say about that. It's got like I, a bird's nest look to it, right? It does. It does. It's kind of Robin's egg blue. The well I can't I don't know if I can really should talk about the the way it looks. But yeah. Well we didn't sign any, any That's true. You're right. You're know. right. But uh but just We won't give away too many. We won't spoil you know, it. Anymore. But yes, it's it, it's themed. Uh, Looks like a bur- big bird. Re- well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's themed in relation to what they do as a profession, and that is yeah. uh, not ornithology, but it's it's, <laughs> it's birds and and dude, it is awesome. It is it's a it's a piece of art. It is funny, like trying to talk about like talk about something that's fucking awesome, like this whole the tiny home and describing yeah. it in. Uh, but it's a show that hasn't come out yet, so you know there are like. Well, you can't give away too much, but at right. the same time, it's probably got to be like one of those shows where it's like, eh, if stuff leaks, they don't yeah. really go after anybody because it's not a big deal. Right. It's it's not like the, it's ending, not Disney. Of, the ending of Lost getting leaked. Exactly. Like that, exactly. You know? Breaking or, Bad. Or, <laughs> or finding out that you still don't know if Adnan did it or not. Oh, gosh. Clink, 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 clink. I mean, but we, you, we are still talking about it. Serial. Serial, congratulations on your show. You you created a cultural phenomenon out of a podcast, it did. which is bizarre. And it brought a big spotlight to this podcast. There world. are quite a few people I've heard talk about podcasts in the last you know twelve weeks since the oh, show dude, started. Yes. Uh, than ever knew about a podcast. I started getting some deadpan stares when I told people we were podcasting, and then at dinner tonight, um, that guy John. Mm-hmm. He, they were instantly interested in what we had to say once we said, not that they weren't anyways, but one of the first things he asked yeah. us was, what do you guys do? And we're like, well, right now we're podcasters. We investigate uh, other podcasts and this, <laughs> these, this season is serial. We're investigating serials investigation of Adnan. So we start calling Sarah Koenig and then like three way calling in Adnan. I like take two shots of tequila and smoke a bowl before. And I just hit that little, the piano clink, clink. That's all I do. The whole show is just hit the clink, clink, He's playing this little child's, you know, like little piano this big, you know. You're like, all he does is play the theme song part. I don't know. He's really not contributing. That's all he knows. We got Yeah, that's all he knows. No, but it was good. It was like a, this was a very interesting time. Like this, I feel like this whole, what, November, October, November, like a lot of podcast shows kind of started around this fall time. I mean, there's this whole second half of this year seems to have revolved around podcasts, at least in our world. We're attracting it. I wonder if we are just attracting the other new podcasts to just come into our consciousness because I've come across like three or three separate podcasts on my own um, that I, I may or may not listen to on occasion, but um, they're on their, you know, 18th episode, their 21st episode. Like they may have started a few weeks before we did, mm-hmm. but you know, they've, they've just kept themselves going and yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's neat to be amongst that. Um, I don't know if it's uh, an actual increase or, or we're just kind of lucky, but it's the same thing. Like, 
you and I are still fairly new to this city, but yeah. within weeks of me getting here, I was meeting people that were even newer than I was to this mm-hmm. city. There are always new things coming in. Um, it's just, I guess, uh, your consciousness. Yeah. I mean, you, you attract the the same kind of people as you. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like when you, I mean, just like today, dude, we were driving to have dinner uh, with some friends for the New Year's. We went to the, bo- shout out to the Boneyard Bistro yeah. on Ventura. Uh, we all spent a billion dollars over there. <laughs> I mean, that was a meal. That was we definitely had a meal. A, yeah, I mean, you was, know, it was, it was the end of the year. It was the end of the year. It was a shebang. We had. A, I didn't. I didn't so do fun, any dude. celebratory real meals uh, over the holidays. So this mm-hmm. was. I was okay with with. Uh, oh, well, dude. I was okay. A priceless with, meal like that is yeah. a priceless meal. Yeah. But on our way, speaking of uh, what attracting things. We yeah. were driving and we saw the Jurassic Park yep. Jeep. We like the Jeep from Jurassic Park. We saw one driving with the logo on it. It was painted. It had the red and tan paint. It did. It did. I have expected T-Rex to be chasing it. I know. And Ian, Ian was like, I was like, yeah, get a picture. And uh, you ended up uh, getting a blurry Sasquatchy. <laughs> it, <kind is>. of- <laughs> it is. It, lo- it looks like I, I photographed Nessie. Uh, uh, must you go know. faster. And he did. That was, he you did. see Jeff Goldblum sitting in the back of the Jeep, like barely. Yeah. <laughs> oh man no but the the picture was really blurry but we we're like that's crazy and then tonight we went we went and had dinner we and did. dylan was wearing a freaking jp shirt i know i know it was pretty unbelievable it's, i love that I mean, shit that that movie is is again in the collective consciousness so it's um, it is yeah i mean why shouldn't we be running into things like that i ran into uh 1966 batmobile a few weeks ago it was just mm-hmm. driving down the highway are you just saying it's a coincidence right now no, not necessarily a coincidence, but I mean, why, whatever cap, whatever can happen will happen. We live in the land of movies, That's true. and at this moment, why wouldn't we see a replica Jurassic Park Jeep? That's true. Around? People would want that particular brand yeah. in their commercial, or you know what? We, I, I just, I feel like it's less than coincidence. No, more than coincidence. Yeah. But less than destiny? Do you think that was like a, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yes. T-shirt. That's less a t-shirt. Than co- yeah, yeah. Do you think, do you feel like that Jeep was some just a fan's Jeep or do you feel like maybe that's like a marketing thing is they've got these Jeeps well, and they painted a, up like 10 of them and they just drive around around the studios because we, you know, just to give people perspective, we're in North Hollywood, which is, we're smack between Universal and Warner Brothers Studios. That's so true. where we're at is kind of between the two to a degree, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, so, where you're, you're within- A little bit north of them, but- You're just, within 15 minutes of like five or six major studios. Yeah. So it, my guess is that it would be something like, you hear people have, like I was saying, this replica 1966 Batmobile. Mm-hmm. A guy has a replica Back to the Future DeLorean, mm-hmm. you know, decked out with the Mr. Fusion and everything. I imagine a private collector has either commissioned or made himself one of these machines and, yeah, charges people to do, like, appearances for things yeah. and, and all those, you know. So I imagine that was, that is what my first imagination of of why we saw that that particular Jeep driving around today. Yeah. It's yeah. just interesting. It's like if I owned a Jeep... The first thing I wouldn't think of, even though my ten-year-old self would be like, "Bullshit, you need to do this now," it would be to it would be to not paint it to look like Jurassic Park or anything like that. So, in my brain, I'm like, "Man, kudos if there's someone out there who's just a freaking fan and they love JP, and so they just." 
they just painted up their their Jeep that it'd be, way. Or? It'd be like people who make themselves stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I will admit I have daydreamed about when I have the expendable income. Mm-hmm. I'd like to craft myself a Darth Vader, a set of Darth Vader armor. I think that'd be awesome. So I imagine somebody who just would you like wear it naked? The, and would you be I naked mean, I'd, underneath? Yeah, them? I mean, I'd be I'd be commando <laughs> in this in this. You like you got your Vader mask on. You tuck your junk and you're just backing <laughs> away from a mirror. I'm crying. <laughs> or you accept it would be <laughs> James Earl Jones. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd forget to wear the pants. I just have the whole top on. <laughs> Like be doing the helicopter as Vader. You got the cape. <laughs> da, 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 With heels on. You're like I've got doing the, a tap dance. I've got the Darth Vader deep voice. <laughs> you know? Da, 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 da. That's great. I cannot wait to see that animated one of these days. That would be hilarious. That would be great. Shit. (laughs) That's the ad, dude. That was the ad right there. That's the ad. Oh, my God. 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, Would you do the voice and everything? Or would it just be kind of like... I don't know. Yeah, I'd want to figure that out. I'd want to figure out how to do something. Do you wear like a live mic? How do you do that? Yeah, I mean, it would be some sort of mic with a a vocal enhancer. Mm. I don't exactly know how I would do it, but I'm... I'm fairly confident that it's out there. It's you don't want the be. voice from Scream. You don't want to like, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Gonna get you like a fish. <laughs> like, uh, Darth, I'm uh, your father. <laughs> Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> and I'm gonna fucking get you like a fish. Shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, that's suddenly it's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> from from uh, E. T. And she's just got a hand. <laughs> she's got a handful of uh, Reese's pieces <laughs> from ET. That's good. That's funny. We just like mashed up three or four different movies. We did. That was pretty quick. But dude, it is it's freaking New Year's Eve. Like we're finishing out 2014. This 2014. Is it. Okay, what were you doing in 20? What were you doing right now last year? 2013, about to come into 2014. Right now, I would say I was crowning. A <laughs> podcast network with my buddy Ian. <laughs> no, dude, this time last year, legitimately, I mean, like I was saying with my mom, we were watching a um, my uh, her cousin. Oh yes, uh, which would be what is that? My cousin? My cousin too? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Her cousin. Would it's her cousin. Be your second cousin. My second cousin. I mean, at that or level, maybe it's your just first kinda, cousin once removed. I don't know. I don't exactly I mean, know how that works. I've got the same kind of relations in England. With if it, you move on to the once removed shit, I am lost. Yeah, it's, in it's the abyss. Like of, like Kate from Lost. I'm like, can we just be brothers and sisters? I don't even know what this is anymore. <laughs> it's, uh, we're all family. Here. <laughs> Let's just say uh, we can't fuck and we'll be good. <laughs> no, but uh, now we went and saw. They do like this kind of big bandy kind of performance where they just go through a set of songs and stuff, and it's 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 hits the you know crowd pleasers I'd imagine. Uh, it's a blue hair comedy. That's cool. I mean, um, sure. Uh, entertainment show. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's good, man. The stuff they do is, I, I mean, it's a lot of work. I will say that, and it's very. It takes a lot of skill and talent for Rehearsal. what they do. And they I have mean, freaking unbelievable voices. Yeah, I imagine I imagine it takes as much commitment as as any sort of band. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, uh, the thrasher band practices harder than any other band. It's just, you know, 
you, you've got that uh, commitment. You got to put your heart into it. I think a thrasher band may disagree with you there, Ian. <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you I've fucking never, kidding me? I've never played in a thrasher band. I don't know exactly what that entails. You know, <laughs> Ian McNeeny, I know where you live in Sherman yeah. Oaks. <laughs> on my way, on my way. Oh, oh. You're the only one. Yeah, they're just headbanging the whole drive. <laughs> <laughs> Like see there that or was some uh, shit? that was system of a down Sy- that was system of a down I think it was system oh of a down because that was down with the sickness right my brother oh, knows yes. this this there's this whole very disturbing like guttural scream uh, yes abuse scene kind of played oh. out in the middle of this song and and my brother he's he he likes to challenge himself when it comes to learning lyrics. He's yeah. learned he's learned some very complex Eminem lyrics. Nice, uh, but he also learned this whole like scream thing and does my name it, is does it like in character? Oh no, he does like the rap god, the oh. the super the super fast like oh, sixty second nice. section of rap god. He's got that down. It's uh, it's impressive. Yeah, he. He'll listen to that section of a song, any given song. He'll listen to it, and he'll just put that that section on repeat or something like that. And he'll just he'll keep you know backing up and just repeating it, repeating it until he knows it. And wow. he does a good job. He does a good job. Are you good with song lyrics? Like typically. remembering them? Typically, I'm like the worst. Yeah, and I'm I do music. Yeah, and I am the worst at retaining lyrics in my head. Uh, do you play live? Not really. I mean, no. I do sometimes. Okay, but uh, that that would have been my question: is Do you find yourself? I would finding- if I had like an awesome crowd of like just a full room of people that were like, "Yeah, we fucking dig this music." You yeah, know? But yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't really get off to playing for like two people in a strange room <laughs> with weird lighting. You know, <laughs> is this a bathroom? Yeah. Am I supposed to be on right now? <laughs> one of the guys is the Keep attendant. going. Yeah. The attendant that hands yeah. you the paper yeah, towel. Yeah. You know, that's the one of the guys you're paying for. <laughs> One more song, asshole. Like, and that's coming from inside the stall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was the sound guy. He called me an asshole. I'll never play here again. I'll Um, never make it in Hollywood. Single gunshot wound. You were in Milwaukee. Well, you were in Wisconsin. Where does your mom live? Well, uh, yeah, it was in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee. They're actually in Shorewood, which is north of Milwaukee, uh, right off the coast of. Is it like uh, a suburb of the lake? It is. It's like, uh, like it's almost like a. If you could imagine a winter snow globe, and the little town you see in there, okay, that is the kind of town she lives in. Nice. So it's funny when she was saying she lives. She lives in a little Christmas village. Oh, dude, it's such a cool little town. It really is. Ceramic, the ceramic, you know, it is little things that people just go ape shit over. It is, dude. It's like a, you know, at at, the only downside is, is from time to time people shake up the whole part of that town, and you have, you you know, you get sometimes you float around in water for a while, eight feet of snow. Yeah, (laughs) you float around (laughs) in the water. People are actually in a snow globe there. Like, like, uh, did you ever read Superman comic books? I read. I did. Like, but I never read in order. There's like a bottle city that's that plays, you know, it's it's in a couple storylines here and there. Yeah. But it's like all these tiny people that's the last remnants of Krypton, where Superman's from. But oh, it's wow. it's a shrunken yeah. down city living in a bottle. I imagine that that would be kind of if you were a city in a snow globe, whenever people would shake, you just have people just floating around like, oh, Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm coming down. Oh, no. Out, out, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just have to rebuild. 
Oh man, Christmas time is your, is the bane of your existence. Yeah, but then you get left alone for eleven months out of the rest of the year. That's true. I mean, it could be there's there's many like if you lived in a snow globe, there could be many experiences that could be positive, like such as if you became savvy to when someone was going to shake the thing. Sure, you tied yourself down. Yeah, you have to reinforce all of your well the buildings. The buildings aren't going furniture, anywhere. plates, yeah, pottery, plates. I mean, plates. Yeah, that'd be miserable, <sighs> dude. Plates in a fucking snow snow globe everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have to, but, but it'd be the one time or however many times it was shooken up. It'd be yeah, that well, one time of the year where there would be no snow on the ground. So you could like totally month. enjoy all the snow being in the air coming down falling. at you slow motion. Yeah, exactly. It's no longer a, uh, a blizzard situation <laughs> or a, a snow drift situation. You just like, it's actually snowing It's real. and I'm snowing <laughs> along with it. Cause you know, you're yeah. floating around in the air along with the snow. Look at all these huge eyeballs all around us. That'd this be is funny. weird. You'd look like ants inside oh, a snow yeah. globe. Yeah, you know that'd be bizarre, especially when everybody in there came to the realization that they all had little dicks. I mean, because <laughs> they, they do. Yeah. They're 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 little people in a snow globe. That's true. Well, yeah. wait a minute. Like like little people, big world little. Well, people? I mean, like or just like shrunken down people. Like, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids. People. Well, I mean, I guess if you were in the snow globe, everyone there would have dicks relative to the size of each other. But true. if you're looking into the snow globe, anyone outside of that snow globe, go yeah. Anyone in here? Yeah. That's what we're going to call them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Little Dicks clan. The Little Dicks. Little Dicksville. <laughs> Last year, I was here at, uh, at the moment of New Year's. Wow. I was actually in Brea uh, seeing a Kevin Smith show. Uh, my first time seeing him live. And I was mm-hmm. lucky enough to be, because I went by myself. Shelby, uh, Shelby accompanied me on the road trip to, to California. And... Uh, we had done some work. We'd done, uh, you know, some meetings, and and we actually went to see Hulu. Oh, nice! Uh, you know, on I think it was the a couple days before, like this Monday and Tuesday, the twenty eighth and 29th or something like that. And and then we, uh, you know, had New Year's. Shelby did his own thing. I went to this uh, Kevin Smith thing with armed with a a present of sorts that was the pitch for the atrium mm-hmm. and uh, a trailer uh, on a thumb drive. And Shelby said, "You need to totally like gift wrap it." And I went to I went to CVS to see what I could find. Nice. And they had on sale wrapping paper because you know it's just past Christmas. Golden wrapping paper. Throughout the entire process of making this TV show, Shelby and I had referred to it as uh, a a moment of gold, a piece of gold. Oh yeah. And so it's just ironic that I found gold wrapping paper. So, anyways, I get there, and. There's a couple in the VIP line just ahead of me. I'm at the beginning of the of the normal section line, and the the VIP or the bottle it was actually bottle service line. Uh, there was a couple there, and they look around at they were just they were just talking, and they look back, and I guess they noticed that I was there by myself. And the dude turns to me and was like, "Hey, are you here by yourself?" And I'm like, well, I, I didn't say well. I was like, yeah, crying. Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I was, I was just kind of like, well, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm here, I'm here doing my thing, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I'm here by myself. And they said, do you want to come with us and share our bottle of Jack Daniels? Oh, nice. And I'm like, oh. Um, and they, it, I, I guess I had a slight hesitation because then they then they were like, you know, don't worry, we've, it's already paid for, blah blah blah. Well, take was, you have to assess it. You're like, Whoa, I, well, I did, Whoa. I did, and and they they then felt the need to, I guess, reassure that it's like it's t- paid for, taken yeah. care of. We just want to, for I don't know exactly what prompted them to do it. Anyways, so I did that. Ended up being 
seated, I mean, almost as close as I am to you right now from Kevin Smith. Nice. The very first time I ever saw him live. So it was a it was a, a, a nice experience. That is cool. I had this thing. I was like, okay, I'm I'm determined to give this to him. I don't know how. I'll probably be at the end of the show. I'll like you know see him outside. Maybe he'll come out and, and say hi to everybody before we all leave. Uh, they ushered him out the door. Like midnight, oh, happy man. new year, everybody kissed and blah, blah, blah. And then ushered him out the door. And I'm like, oh shit. Like he's, he's gone. Uh, I, I kind of quickly went outside just to see what I could see. I didn't exactly know. Maybe he, they moved him up to the merchandise table and he was meeting people. I was just like, let's see what happens there. Nothing there at the merchandise table. I walk outside and I'm like, okay, well that was, it was fun regardless. I see his, I see his SUV pull out from the alley. He's sitting in the passenger seat. I guess he has a driver pulling out from the alley and pulls onto the street that's going to literally cross right in front of me. So I'm like, ah, I need to try something. So I like started waving at the car, passes right by me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I, again, at least I tried. Yeah. You know, I made the, and guess what gets stopped at a red light? Oh, shit. Right in front. I mean, not, not a block away from where I was. I, I, had to cross, <laughs> I literally had to cross in front of this car to get to the parking garage where my car was. Donnie, lock so the like, doors. Oh, lock fuck. the doors, Donnie. Lock I the doors. Like, I was like, shit, I'm going for it. Like, balls deep going nice. for it. Nice. Oh, shit. And I, I, I kind of swift walk up there, and I just in front of the car, I was like, I like waved, got his attention. He rolled his window Open down. Open the door, bitch. He did roll his window down. Yeah. And I handed this thing to him. I was like. I was like, dude, I just got to tell you, man, that you, uh, you've inspired me a number of times in my life. I yeah. wanted you to have this. I've, I've chatted with your buddy Mosier a few times and, and I wanted to give this to you and just kind of, uh, I don't re- I don't remember if I said like entering into your, your world or whatever. Yeah. But that was, and then the light turned green and he was like, all right, man, thanks. Absolutely. Happy new year. And they drove off and I walked away having accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in that five minutes at the beginning of 2014. Yeah. So that's dude. how my years, that's how my year started last year. That's a good one, dude. Like how, how fucking awesome to be, to have started your year that way. And unfortunately there was that show we were going to catch on the fourth that got canceled. Was that it? A show we were going to Was it with, was there another Kevin Smith thing that was like. Oh, of, of 2015. Yeah. yeah I mean, it would have be been nice to like, like have a second. full circle, like Kevin Smith yeah. moment, but yeah. It's neat. It's neat to like to. We'll do that. We'll do that. Well, it's neat to like have started out the year that way, and yeah. then to be closing it out with, I don't know, a, a lot of cool shit happening in a vein that potentially. I mean, did you see? Did you see your your year ending up the way it is now? No, I mean, there's there's in no way, shape, or form because my year had been exactly the same as it had ever been. You know, for the past three years, I'd worked on Dallas as the season came up. Christmas comes up. I get back to work on Dallas in January, and it just all goes back to what it is. So with the exception of Shelby and I making a TV show in our spare time, well, there was there was an ex, there was some extra motivation in 2013. Oh, man. You know, and that was different. But then I expected, okay, we're going out to L.A., we're going to see what we see, and then come back. And I've still got six months at this point before mm-hmm. I know I'm moving out to L.A. Dude, isn't that crazy to think, like, at that moment, like, full circle here at this moment now, a year later, the whole journey of losing all your shit, like... Spoilers. All the, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all the... But, but I mean, like, all the different obstacles that were in front of you, and then to be at this side of it, 
in a pretty damn good spot, I would say. I, you know? I, I feel very fortunate that, uh, that I am on the other side of it the way that I am. That's it's, cool. No, there's absolutely no way I could have expected what happened this year because one thing of it was bad. And the rest of it was incredibly good, at least from June 19th onward. Yeah. We'll go with the 20th because my stuff, I found out my stuff is stolen on the 19th. Uh, That's June true. 20th onward. And not even then, like, because I painted my bedroom that night that uh, that we found out my stuff was stolen. Like, we, we picked, no, I didn't paint it. We picked out all the paint. You kind of went pretty dark. I mean, you were in a dark place, so. I was. You painted I, your room completely pitch black. I, it was actually, because uh, there's like black and then there's like negative black. And that's what I got. <laughs> My room is actually negative. It's a deeper black. You, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like black hole black. It like sucks in light. You walk into the room and you just feel immediately completely sad and you <laughs> urinate yourself and defecate. It's called Dementor. Oh come on, Joe! That was a Harry Potter joke. You're supposed I, to. Well, it's funny. Me. I was about to pull the Harry Potter when you said, <laughs> you know, you said expect, and I was like, expect a Patronum. I was about to like pull out my wand and start challenging you, see if you would want a Draco Malfoy me, like Dude, just up on the fucking Expelliarmus. Uh, well, you know, you expect a Patronum or uh, a Kedavra. Well, you know, I mean, you, I now you're pull cursing that. someone I to death. That. Yeah, and, uh, well, you're pulling a Snape. Uh, I mean, Dumbledore. Well, yeah, but that was that was they were they were in on it. They were in they on were it. Definitely in on it. Oh, dude! Speaking of Harry Potter, I went to uh, Universal for the first time, and I did the backlot tour. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, How I didn't tell you this. No, you didn't. It's incredible. It's uh, well, okay. It's a, it's kind of anticlimactic to a degree because you kind of look at it and you go, "Oh, this is just." I mean, it's just buildings that people yeah. make that look like other buildings that we've already seen in the know. movies, right? Yeah, but. I mean, it's genius, the fact that they can literally take a whole, they have different parts of a downtown, you know, like a downtown city Yeah. Um, to where the buildings look so kind of average to where they can change the signage. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's just, it was pretty mind blowing to think about how many movies they've filmed there. Yeah. Just in that one spot. And then, uh, I don't know. Oh, now wait just, a minute. Okay. So this was not, this is not. The Harry Potter backlot tour. Well, I, I totally jumped off backlot tour. Okay, no, 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 that's fine, that's fine. Let me. Yeah, I'll get back to what I was gonna say because I, I did jump off the train. Okay. Speaking of Harry Potter, uh, I I saw them building. I saw the construction is underway for the Harry Potter uh, part oh, of that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because there's Harry Potter World in in Universal Studios Florida. Yes, but there's not a Harry Potter World here yet. Not yet. They're building. Okay, it. that's what and it's gonna building. be bigger than the other ones. So fuck yeah, it is. It's gonna be incredible. I saw them. Uh, I mean, you can see all the scaffolding. They've they're they're putting all the chimneys up right now. Nice. And uh, I was a little disheartened to see what what they're made of. They've they've got metal innards. Oh, of course. Uh, I wouldn't course, expect dude. that to be real in in real nah. Harry but Potter world. Is, but, it's not. You know. It's it's not even real in the in the world that they actually use to make the movie. Uh, you know, all what, the what? sets are still sets. Um, you know, Ian. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to shatter. I'm starting your to block world. out right now. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Who put you up to this? Snape, where are you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Because yeah. um, I, I, that's one of the things I did the last time I went to England was go on the actual backlot tour with my, uh, with my parents, and we spent a good three or four hours in there just seeing all of the, the set pieces that they had displayed and the props and the just all the artwork. That yeah. was that was incredible. Uh, seeing the the creature shop, I, seeing live Dobby, you know, oh, like yeah. a like a maquette of Dobby. 
that was pretty yeah. cool because he's a, he is a he's a CG character. There's never a, a a scene where you see Dobby as a anything real, not even as a puppet. Oh my god! You know, it's like Yoda. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, it's, oh, it's, god. it's just, You're I'm just shattering all of us. movie magic here. All of us Dobby lovers. Uh, I love Dobby, dude. Dobby, <laughs> no, was I'm just kidding. My favorite character, and it it broke my heart when uh, Harry. Spoilers, he dies. Dobby's free. Oh shit! God damn it, Dobby. Yes, you're free. Gosh. Yeah. Go change your uh, pillowcase. I see. I remember. <laughs> I remember thinking that he was. Smells like drool. A little bit In of urine. <laughs> Dobby's clothing. It does. It does. Oh, poor Dobby. I Sorry. remember thinking he was a little bit of an annoying character in the first, in mm. the the second book. I guess the first time we really see him, he was yeah. he was kind of an impish type of character, but then. You know, he just he tugged at your heartstrings. He became yeah. he became what Jar Jar Binks never could. Uh, was he more annoying than Scabbers? The rat? I'm just kidding. No, I was gonna <laughs> say the rat. I didn't the rat was not even on my radar yeah. until He's, until he became until he bit Ron's finger. Yeah. Well, <laughs> man, there's a lot of stuff with uh biting fingers. We uh yeah. we individually saw the interview and uh proud of it. Cause according to Seth Rogan, we are goddamn American heroes. Yes, exactly. For having right? watched this movie. Well, uh, but in that, spoilers. I wouldn't consider myself a hero, but knowing that people are passing that term around pretty sure. loosely these days. Oh, I, I mean, I, I went to see it at the Alamo Draft House, and they had a giant American flag posted that people are taking pictures in front of. I'm like, of course you are. Of course. America. Yeah, I mean. America. I have freedom fries. They had freedom fries on the menu. I, you know, I just, that is genius, though. Like, I mean, I mean, come on. It, it, okay. It's ridiculous. It is, it is absolutely ridiculous. But to Alamo Drafts houses, to their, I would say, I mean, dude, they were ballsy. They were willing to play that movie despite the threats that were happening. Absolutely. And I don't know, man. There's something ballsy about that. Even if you don't agree with them being like kind of exploiting the whole American ignorance side, it's, it is, a, there's something kind of funny about it, you know? Well, they, so. they, you know what? These they guys seem, are crazy. <laughs> they seem to go the extra mile as a company, giving you as, as a as a moviegoer a, a little bit more of a tailor made experience to yeah. the Alamo Draft House. It's it, you don't feel entirely corporatized about it because, uh, like it's Austin for our particular movie, Austin. It, Austin. It's it's it, it's birthed from Austin. It's an it's an extension of Austin. You can feel yes, it. you can, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, for our movie, for the interview, James Franco did the whole like turn your cell phone off and every time you every time you get a text and or pu- every time you pull your phone out in a movie theater Spider-Man kills James Franco's dad <laughs> and then it pops up with a with a giant black screen and a title card that says every time you text blah 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 James Franco's dad and it's just hilarious nice. you know they they tailor made it for this particular That's movie cool. and That's then cool. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg actually did a, a an intro to the movie you know telling us how brave we are they weren't there and all this shit. No, no. I mean, they no. They they, they teleported to every single theater that's playing that movie. Yeah, but you, Alamo Draft House was at the forefront of of all they, the theaters in the nation that was willing to play it. They were the one in the in the news. You're like, right. You're right. So I could see them having showed up there. I mean, especially in Austin. Austin's such a amazing well, city. Maybe it's in like, Austin. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. know, but, I just wouldn't have been surprised had they shown up or had he or just the director shown up to right. do that. Well, Seth Rogen and, and Evan Goldberg were both the directors. Oh, I didn't know they co-directed. Yeah, co-directed. Oh, wow. um, which, you know what? I imagine that made Seth Rogen's 
yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it made his job, especially being a, a co-star in it, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, having somebody else whose sole focus was directing. Yeah. Uh, but goodness, it was it was a, a well well orchestrated movie. I'm sure we might do. Actually, Martin, uh, from having having heard us talk about it, he's you know he said he'd he'd watch it. So if we if we wanted to do a three movie goes, I say we do it, man. You know, we we should definitely do it. I think I think it's worth it only because. I, you know, I like we were talking earlier about the whole like North Korea, all that stuff. I, 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 dude, I don't hate anybody. I don't care what yeah. country you're from. Like, I do see the faults. Our country is like things that are happening here. I can see where we're kind of slipping and stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't mean people aren't working towards fixing that or trying to make it better. I think there's going to be younger generations of kids that are just having to be educated, hopefully by really good people, to figure out to follow their heart. And, and help build a better world that's going to help connect, you know, countries like North Korea back to other countries who are choosing to take a more modern, you know, uh, fast paced approach at life. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but I, I, I don't know. I saw this film and I was like, okay, aside from all the politics, all that bullshit, it was a good fucking funny movie. That's what I think too. And, and it was well done. I mean, I mean, it, my mom it could have been any opposite opposing country it doesn't matter like it's this country x y z you know it's yeah. america versus whoever Anybody, right so or it could be i don't know it's just well done I don't my know. mom my mom initially showed interest in this movie now she's a she you've met my mother she's yeah. a she's kind of a proper british woman who you know lived in america for the past 30 years you know but but maintained her identity for the most part you know she's very proper uh she showed interest in this movie for the first you know, the first time I, I heard her talking about it because of, and I quote, the balls on the guys who <laughs> whose movie has yeah. caused this this uproar. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we can totally go see this movie. Um, <coughs> she was laughing out loud right next to me in, yeah. the, in the theater. She and my dad both cracked up at a lot of things I wouldn't have initially expected them to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... Uh, but she thought it was a very cleverly done movie, you yeah. know, for the most part. You know, obviously she would have, you know, the 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 language and uh, you know the crude innuendo and stuff like that probably mm-hmm. could have been massaged in her in her version of the movie. Yeah. Um, Just but, like that, massage it. But yeah. I mean, for the most part, like the 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 plot points and and everything, she thought were were well done, you know. Yeah. And, and Shelby and I kind of had the uh, the same things to say about it. It's it's almost like, um, I mean, the one thing I thought about after watching it was, damn, they, I mean, that's a film I would watch again. Like yeah. they're, man, I've seen so many and, good movies. And we will. And we will. Like The Hobbit, dude, I, I, I don't care to see that again. Yeah. Like I would like to, you know, maybe on DVD. Yeah. In yeah. a different format. Well, well, Blu-ray. Come on, Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm sorry. Blu-ray. At least they're going to go HD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, that film's, it's definitely one where I was like, okay, I'm going to go back just like I did with Pineapple Express. And you find all these subtleties yeah. that make the movie absolutely hilarious. And it, and I felt like it was put together just as well as that movie was, in my absolutely. opinion. You know, I mean, just, these, these guys who make these movies, um, they love to put in as many clever things that you can just tell are put in there because it makes them laugh. And when you catch those moments, you're like, oh shit, that is hilarious. And it could be something as simple as a look. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's such a, 
it's such a phenomenal thing to to be able to have that impact on people. Well, they definitely uh, they gave James Franco the the uh, the green light on making any facial expressions he, he wanted did. to. He did whatever the hell he wanted. He did to such do. a great job, man. Yeah. I thought he did a good job on that. I film. like James oh. Franco. Me I too. I'm James. a fan. Hey, James and Seth and Evan, all and three Evan. of you guys. You guys Come. are. In- yeah. All, all invited on the show. 2015. Shit. I was going to try to like say the exact same thing that you said at the same time. I thought we were going to try to do the high dare. <laughs> yeah. Thing, you know. um, in tandem. What's, uh, do you have any, do you do resolutions? Not really. I try to, I try to stay like, I try to do them throughout the whole, whole year. Right. I mean, it's a, a resolution just because it's January 1st is no excuse, especially if you're not going to do it much past January 15th. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think a resolution needs, I mean, resolute, that that name in and of itself implies commitment and like steadfastness into what you're doing. And yeah. so if if you commit, like that's what I'm, I am, gosh, it's a, it's a difficult thing to commit to, but I'm, maybe if I say it on a podcast, it's uh, it, it might give me a little bit more accountability. Bring it on, bring it on. Bring it on. Put dude. it down, lay it down. I, I, you know, I, Chisel it. I, okay. All right. So we got 10 minutes till midnight. Um, nice. I would, uh, I would like to commit to eating a more well-rounded, healthy diet. Don't exactly know what that looks like yet. And some sort of regular multi-day a week exercise. Nice. Be, and, and, and initially I'd like that to be riding my bike three days a week. I think if I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday on a consistent basis it, to, to start off, you know, I, cause I'm sick of coasting through life with my health with my body type and image and all that kind of stuff. Not that Mm. I have any problems with it. It's just like I I hate passively watching my body change rather than actively making it into something that I'm, I'm satisfied with in in some form or fashion. I'm gonna grab the champagne real quick. Oh, it's champagne time. I'm basically, uh, I've been stranded here while Ian left the room. I'm completely, um, terrified. I, feel like I should go into my Millie impression and, and, and talk about the future. You know, there are times um, when, you know, ever since 9-11, I, I stood naked with my hand um, covering my genitalia, looking over the, at the city of New York. It was, it was 1999, about to be 2000, uh, when, uh, I don't know. <laughs> remember the uh, I was doing my Millie impression. Nice, nice. Mem- remember you, you when you do a pretty good Millie impression. Millie is like a, the feminine. Uh, you know, I grew up around four girls, so I know how to be feminine. I know how to be sensitive. I know how to tap into all those things because I feel like a, I'm a big piece of me is that good. And so uh, Millie, I get to accentuate, and um, you know, it's also more soft spoken and a little more dramatic. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah you know? for sure. You know when people explain things and they have to like be extra dramatic about it and pull you into it. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> and you literally, uh, you literally watch Millie McCormick do that in his her listening hour. His her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man. Millie is a it. dude. I knew it. Millie's a dude, but uh, Millie is definitely uh, could be an animal. I think Millie should be. Uh, I always imagine that that character is it literally is just a voice at this. Point. It's a voice. I imagine it would be some sort of cartoon. I don't know. I like cartoons. I like imagining the whole world of that reality is so ridiculous. It's like, just like cartoony. Bo- like Bobby's world. Yeah. Or like... Um, From Howie Mandel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Back when he had the, the hair. Oh, dude. What if... Uh, who, who animated Ren and Stimpy? What if it was that? Oh, man. Um, I don't exactly know who, who did it. 
No, I don't at all know. Well, yeah. shout out to that guy or shout out to girl the or people. group of people. I mean, that was incredible ass shit you did back we, on we Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. When Nickelodeon had its classic cartoons, I remember Nickelodeon shows uh, that were fantastic. At dinner today, we were talking about Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, nice. Melissa Joan Hart. What was the song? How did that song go? Oh goodness! You would have to ask. Was it na 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 na? Was it have na na nas? I might have. It might have. I, yeah. And she like writes her name backwards, and Gosh, then she like yeah, spins she it does. around. <laughs> I I love that. I remember that. That was the good Doug theme song. But that was uh, that was when Nickelodeon Doug. owned it. Yeah, that was Doug. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then Disney bought it and. Destroyed the theme it. song. Well, it, a, it became a whistling theme song, which was okay. That would have been interesting for them to swap it back to the original theme song. Yes, just to see if it would save the show in any way, shape, or form. In any way, shape. Well, but that's like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. I, I feel there's a there's a whole generation that knows that theme song and would hum along with oh, you yeah. if you started humming it in public. You know? Oh, dude, you can you, you can, can do that anywhere mob. now, and people will know it, and they'll start. Oh, singing. absolutely! You could you could create this entire flash mob around the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. That's true. It is true. Yeah. Do you have anything that you're going to try and? Uh, not necessarily change, but uh, do I want to listen more, man? More? I feel yeah, like I feel of... like I, as I interrupt you, like a no, dick. <laughs> that's okay. It's still twenty four. I've noticed that. Like I, I, I don't mean to do it because it's just almost like I wish our brains didn't have. I wish we didn't have to talk to each other. Ultimately, it wouldn't make any sense to try to podcast if no one well, could hear what we we're saying. But you know I wish would, we could communicate with our brains. You know, you know, it would be interesting just, if. <laughs> Is if at some point when we could communicate like that, that's people. I just feel like words are too slow. Well, people would sometimes. have a way to figure out how to broadcast an ESP type of conversation. Ooh. That way, we record our brain waves yeah. interacting like that, and somehow it gets beamed into people who subscribes consciousness. Would Scotty be in control of this beam? Or would would it not be? Scotty? Oh yeah! Oh, it's uh, absolutely Scotty. Nice, but yeah. uh, like old Scotty, old Scotty. Yeah, you know from from Star Trek, the Ridge from the original, a Ridge Scotty. He's actually, I think he's dead, and I think is. Uh, I don't know. I you know what? I seem to remember this fact being uh, debunked, but I think he was. the The rumor has it, the legend has it, that uh, ashes his ashes were shot into space. Oh. As his final resting place, I I think I remember seeing that on a list of ten things you thought were true but aren't, kind of a thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So the the validity of that has yet to be solidified in my mind. Dude, we we uh, we lost some people this year. Oh, we did. Um, their their souls went on to bigger adventures. I swear, I saw Asian Robin Williams the other day at the airport. <sighs> wow, an I mean, Asian Robin be, Williams. Not to That's be racist or anything one. like that, but. Uh, he he shared a lot of at least facial qualities that were were very reminiscent of a Robin Williams. It was a, it was interesting to kind of you know see see that and recognize that as who that was. Who did he, he have a red clown of. nose on? He did. <laughs> he like, did. <"Wow." laughs> and in his Popeye arms, you know. Pat pa- pa- Patch. No, <clears throat> Patch that. Adams. That was a great movie. Oh man, it was. It was. He, you know, he, he brought to life the sensitive side of, of, you know, what we all hope doctors are actually deep down doing with their jobs and helping yeah. people. It's that sensitive side of 
all of us, you know, sitting there ill in a pediatric office or a pediatric <laughs> wing. You want Robin Williams to come in, but Absolutely. we lost a legend. He is a legend. And he we was. Lost him. He was a legend. Uh, we also lost Philip Seymour Hoffman this year. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Gosh, that was that was a little bit out of left field for me. Uh, not as much as Robin Williams. Like I remember what happened with Robin Williams. Shelby and I were doing a podcast, mm. and at the end of it. Shelby's mom comes in and tells Shelby that Robin Williams just died. And I was like, oh my goodness, that mm. was just, that was bizarre. Yeah. It was bizarre. Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, I don't know that I necessarily was incredibly surprised for some reason. It, it just, he always seemed like a very tortured type of soul. Uh, mm. At least he played those characters as if they were comfortable. I just, I felt there was some some familiarity with uh, with that that way of being. So when I kind of heard the things come out about, you know, the circumstances surrounding his death, it was, uh, you know, it, it made a little bit more sense than some of the things about Robin Williams. But at the same time, you know, I mean, you can't be that funny without having some sort of, some sort of experience with the, with worldly things, I, I feel. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why that's hmm. that's how he always struck me. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know, man, that's, those are two major heavy hitting, having heavy hitting culture shaping actors that really kind of, I mean, at least for our generation, um, shaped a lot of our childhoods. Like they were kind of the, you know, when people, you know, you hear grandparents talk about growing up to like, leave it to beaver or our parents growing up to shit like that. And those actors, you know, meant a lot to that generation, just like I think Robin Williams and, and even, you know, as, as uh, maybe tortured, I don't know. I, I hate saying somebody's tortured just because of their movie roles and then the way he died. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, it's almost like he was so damn good at what he did. Um, I think he already accomplished anything that any actor could dream of, you know. He and Heath Ledger, I think, did yes. did very well-rounded bodies of work that at any point in their career, which in my opinion both were were cut short before their natural expiration in some form or fashion. Um but I I I feel like that is a is an acceptable body of work for any any sort of end. Absolutely. You know, at any point they did their best work in pretty much everything they did, you know? Um, yeah, we are, uh, we're coming up on the moment. Everybody. We're coming up on it. Um, so, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get this champagne ready. I don't know if we're going to be second accurate, but as far as you know, whenever this podcast goes up, we can just tell you exactly what's, uh, what's going on. We are a minute out from Hell yeah. the new year, everybody. It's at 53, 52 seconds. What do you uh, what do you want to say about the new year, dude? I'm excited for it, man. I'm, I really am. I, f- I feel like 2014 was unbelievable. Oh, it was so um, great. It ended up being such an amazing year. Yeah, I, I feel. I think 2015 will be no different. I expect it to be the best year of my life and the best year of, the, of all of the people that I know's lives. You know, 2016 is my year. Yeah. <laughs> 2015 will be kind of a bitch you know, to get stepping, through. But. Stepping stones, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, one step at a time. Uh, no, man, I, I, I look forward to, uh, I look forward to where I am at this point next year. Ten, nine, nine eight, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, five, four, four three, 
two, one, down. Happy New Year! Da, 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 da. Oh, we didn't do the poppers. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. I just took off my blouse. I don't know what that means. I don't have a blouse on. What do I do with this? Well, because you just took it off. You just, okay, so you grab the string like it's a tampon. Oh, God. And then you pull it. It's going to do like little confetti and stuff like that. There you go. Hey! Hey! Happy New Year. Yay! It's New Year, Maddie. Happy oh, New Year. hell yeah! Woo, woo! And now we're gonna pop the uh, pop the champagne. Now we're popping some champagne for. Uh, I bought this for Elf Trees. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh shit! Oh shit! Drink it! Yeah, you gotta sip that shit, dude. There it is. Twenty fifteen sippies. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. This feels so strange. You dirt skipping, Bert. Shit, dude. Uh, what? Is that Millie McCormick? Uh, Millie, Millie, wake I up. Don't it's Heidegg. Uh, Millie's whacked out his mind. Yeah, I remember oh, hearing God. them. Uh, they just Millie fucking. We're in the same, we're in the same year, mate. They've oh. got a teleportation machine. They got like this. Oh, shit. Oh, um, shit. That was Millie McCormick. That was weird. Holy cow. What a way to start 2015. Fucking Millie McCormick just teleported into this show. That was weird seeing those guys because they looked very familiar. Well, I mean, they were very... <laughs> I, I still did not get a, an entirely good glimpse at them. They were kind of blurry and uh, a little fuzzy. Oh, dude, thank you, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Ian just passed me a glass of champagne. So what are we drinking right now? We've got a little uh, something Sonoma. I don't you know. William Sonoma. William Sonoma. No, Sorry, I should... Uh, oh. This is uh, Piper Sonoma Brute. Just a, a generic champagne. I think this was like a twenty dollar bottle. I decided to get us something that was, you know, not the not the cheap. Nice. Not the cheapy cheap. Dude, cheers, man. But also not, you know, cristal. Two hundred and twenty dollar cristal. Oh gosh, I know some people. <laughs> Ian. Yeah. I want to uh wish you the best twenty fifteen. This is to all of the crazy adventures that you uh set forth in the twenty fourteen. On. Yes. It's the hike you began, and uh, you're going to continue that journey in 2015. Dude. And, uh, dude, to Elf Tree Podcast Network yeah, being man. birthed. This thing is going to, this thing is is our year. I mean, that's the, no two ways about it. We've started something that the only, the only real outcome for it at the end of this, this year that we have now embarked on yeah. is for us to be bigger, better. Badder than uh, and, ever. And just where it needs to be by this point, you know, next year. Who knows what that looks like? But uh, yeah, we've got to keep progressing. There's no way we can uh, let her be. Like the Beatles? Like the Beatles. <laughs> let it be. Let it be like the Beatles. Well, man, here's to 2015, 2015. and to uh, continuing this journey. Cheers, dude. With the Elf Tree Podcast Hell Network. Yeah. We, yeah. we, have a, we have a lot of fun shit coming up this year. Absolutely. We've got a lot of we've got the Millie McCormick show that's going to be can, coming out. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. finally. Well, yeah. That's that one's that one's coming down the pike. But there's been there's been a couple of little uh, hors d'oeuvres. There have there have dished been. out. We got the the Halloween special and the uh, the the Christmas. Oh holy shite! Oh holy shite! Well, check those out. Those are those are worth it. Those are good little yeah. tes- teasers uh, 
for the Millie McCormick show, which right now, everybody, uh, as you're listening, you're, you're getting insider information. Yeah, you are. I, I imagine uh, the show is going to uh, knock your socks off. It's going to... Literally. Literally. No, but it's going to be good. I mean, uh, I imagine the show is going to continue to keep evolving. We've got five episodes so far. And they're just, we're still kind of trying to mold how we want that show to go. And it's just gonna be fun to see, I think, as people listen to it and yeah. s- kind of see it morph into what it becomes. Take the journey with Millie. Yeah. And we even potentially talked about scrapping the first five and starting fresh. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's always a possibility. I'm you not gotta, scared. You got to do with, you got to do with what you, uh, what you must. Yeah. You must Man. improve your bust. You must improve your bust. <laughs> That's what we're going to do in 2015. So that lust... <laughs> Is a must. Is no? a must. Can be a must. <laughs> Killer way to start the year. I really was excited that uh, we we were able to straddle 2014 and 15. Yeah, we did live on the air. We totally wrote it like a like a little like a little bitch. <laughs> like a little bitch. I don't know what that means. We wrote we wrote it like the uh, like the turtle from from Finding Nemo. Oh man, righteous, 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 <laughs> righteous. And then uh, and then we got really awkwardly uh, embarrassed because everyone just stopped. You know, they're like in mid-flow and we're just totally straddling these turtles and they're like, who are these guys totally straddling us? And suddenly up from behind us comes Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> but as Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> yeah, not exactly. as... What was her name in the... Dobby? Dory. Dobby. <laughs> Dobby the Blue Fish. Full circle. We got we got back around to Harry Potter. Oh, Damn. man. Yeah, thank, but- you, thank you for joining us in 2014, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. All of you that joined... All of you that joined in 2014, write into us, and yeah. uh, and we will we will give you special VIP uh, access to things. Yeah, whenever we uh, figure out what those things might be, because you guys are special to us. And, yeah, absolutely. And seriously, hit us up uh, at what is it at high underscore dare. I think I'd remember high this by now. underscore high dare, and an underscore is like the little dash that kind of is. It's like its balls have dropped. Its balls have dropped. It's like kind of is like down on the ground. It's like the uh, it'll Mor- be like the H's Morgan shadow. Freeman. It is. You know? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, at high underscore dare. Yeah, and uh, we'll uh, we're continuing this journey, and uh, that's where we'll be. We'll be we're in 2015 now. Oh my God, we're in 2015. I know, man. We're, we're here in the future. Oh my God, it's, it's there's no turning back. No turning back. It's January again, man. Does it feel like we've reset everything? We've like done a time turner. <sighs> yeah. Except we went forward. <laughs> I'm a little bit sad, actually, now I'm thinking about it. It's no longer December. That's true. I liked the December month. I mean, but December is is the end of the year. It's the thing where everybody's kind of ramping down. January, everybody's ramping back up, and that's that's true. That's kind of what I uh, I I feel is going to propel us into the future. Because we're we're perfectly primed, and and January first, the uh, safe, snip snip, the safety cord is. Excuse me, that was gross. Yeah, that was that was a little. Uh, <laughs> I tried to talk through it, but it wasn't it wasn't going to let me. Do it. The safety cord is pulled, yeah, yeah. and our our bungee is is propelling us into the future. We're on our way. We're on our way to uh, further growth of of this monster. Absolutely, it has been un- unleashed the upon Kraken. the world. Yeah, release the Kraken. Man. Elf Tree so, Podcast Network. Elf Tree Podcast Network. Enter the elftree.com. Visit it.
Who knows the words to that song? Old <laughs> Lang Syne, everybody. So for this year, for last year, for last year on High Dare, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe, and Happy New Year's, motherfuckers. We, we gotta go. Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at intertheelftree.com for all you old school dot comers. <laughs> It's better than cereal. No, not the podcast. You know, Adnan. Find out if Adnan is guilty. Only on the Elf Tree Podcast Network. I'm kidding. He's totally guilty.